Log Talk Radio. Welcome to the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church, coming to your homes live from Portland, Oregon. We are a people of worship, work, and prayer, ready to serve the Lord, ready to serve with the community, and ready to withstand the enemy. Thank you for choosing to worship with us today. It is our prayer that during our worship experience that your love for God will be intensified, your faith be stirred, your hands get to clapping, and your feet get to dancing. After this song of preparation, be prepared to join Pastor Kimberly K. Black and the Greater St. Stephen's Church family as we bless the Lord.
And just like uh, Elder Manny with Manyweather, Elder Manyweather was commanding some things to happen. We got to command some stuff to happen in our bodies. Amen. You might not feel like it, but I need you to stand on your feet right now and command your body to do some things. Command your mind to do some things. Command your hands and your feet to do some things. Hallelujah. Come on, we come to bless the Lord on today. We come to give him glory and honor. For he is good, he is great, and he is worthy of all our praise.
Amen. We have a press one. Just unmute them and we can hear them from my phone, you think? Amen. What's the last four digits? Okay, area code 408. And the last three four digits are 3795. You are live on the line this morning. Good afternoon, Good morning. family. Good morning. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. This is Lorene Harris from Discovery Bay, California, joining you on the line. Good morning. Amen. Good afternoon. Amen. Amen. We're going to have to um, move you and mom up this way. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we are so glad that you are on the line with us this morning. We hope and pray that you've been blessed by our worship experience. We hope and pray that something will be said to strengthen you and to comfort you and to help um, intensify your love relationship with the Lord. And that's why we are here today. Amen. To give him all glory, all honor, and all praise. Amen. I want to say thank you to everyone who made Old Landmark Day be such a wonderful celebration. Amen. We had a high time in the Lord, and we missed uh, Deacon S. Sanders and Deacon Gwen and the Mack family. We missed you all, um, Sister um, uh, Vicki and Deacon S. Harris were our worship leaders. They did an awesome job. Uh, Sister Hart, Sister Janetta were our theme discussion leaders. They did an awesome job. Deacon and Faye, Mother Harris, Brother Jeremiah, and Sister Ashley did our our devotion. They did a very awesome job. And so I'm grateful. We thank God for each of you. And you all look wonderful. Thank you, Elder Miniweather, for posting um, old Landmark Day pictures. Amen. If you all... Um, don't know, we do have a Facebook page. It's under Greater St. Stephen Mission of Baptist Church, and you can go and see all the things that we have been doing throughout the year on the Facebook page. Um, if you have not been able to give your tithes and offering, you can cash app those to us, or you can mail them to us. I know that there's been people asking about how can I sow a seed, so I need to make sure I do what I've been asked to do. Our cash app is dollar size GSSMBC, and you can send whatever gift you would like to give to us, and it will go to where you designate it to go. Um, if you want to mail it, you can mail it to our P.O. box. Uh, if it's a check, drop it off at the house or mail it to the house. Amen? Because uh, we don't want checks to sit at the post office box uh, for a week, and you are expecting it to get cash. But you can do cash app, and that's cash app, um, dollar sign, lowercase G-S-S-M-B-C, P-D-X. And that, we would definitely get that. Um, coming up this month, April, um, I do have a couple announcements, uh, community announcements I want to share with us that I think we would love to hear about. Um, Passing Arts, they are doing... Um, Seven Guitars. It's a play written by August Wilson. And they have made it where everybody can afford to see this wonderful production. On the March 23rd, you can buy two tickets for the price of one. 
Amen. Come on, y'all. April 6th is you can pay what you will. So they're asking that you pay at least one penny. Amen? So there's no reason for us not to support Passing Arts, this production, right? They made it where we can all afford it. Everybody got a penny. You can walk down the street and find a penny. All right? They do require that you wear a mask. So you will be safe for those that say, well, I can't go because I, I, you can wear your mask because they do require masks. But Seven Guitars is by August Wilson. It's being directed by Mr. William Earl Ray. It starts March 17th through April 9th. Um, it's at the Brunish Theater on the fourth floor. That's 1111 Southwest Broadway Avenue, Portland, Oregon. And you can, uh, if you want to buy tickets, you can go to passingarts.org. So we definitely want you to keep that in mind. Um, then we want to tell you about something that's been happening in our city, and I just failed to get involved until last week. Um, but there's been conversation, this is the old one, Conversations happening in our city that talk about social justice and the prophetic witness for the 21st century. The first one was held at Warner Pacific. The second one was held at Emmanuel Temple. The third one, which is what we are um, getting involved with, uh, takes place on... April 21st and the 22nd at the Emmanuel Temple Church. It's a $25 registration, but um, it's time that we have these hard conversations with each other. But then we do what the Bible tells us to do according to the scripture. You do know that the scripture gives us direction and instruction on how to do everything. He didn't leave out nothing. How do we take care of those that are houseless? How do we take care of those that have mental health issues? How do we take care of those that are sick? How do we take care of those that are sinners? How do we take care of those who are struggling financially? How do we take care of those that hate us because of the color of our skin? The answer is in the Bible. So um, Bishop Wells and the African-American Coalition is a coalition of African and African-American pastors. Um, we'll be celebrating the third conversation, April 21st and the 22nd. This is a workshop, a lecture, it's $25, and the $25 covers your materials and your breakfast and your lunch on Saturday. Um, Friday night at 7 o'clock, Saturday at 10 a.m. This year, um, they're bringing um, to Portland um, Dr. Um, Leah Daltrey. 
Y'all saying, well, who is she? Dr. Leah Daltrey. She's going to be the guest speaker. And on Friday, she was appointed by President Biden to serve as the vice chair for the Woodrow Wilson um, trustee board. And so she will be our lecturer on Saturday. Um, So I want to encourage you to come and be a part of this. It's called Conversation Number 3, April 21st and the 22nd at Emmanuel Church, right there on Webster and Sumner. And so we want to um, be in the place. We want to be there. Why? Because we need, you're going to hear it in the lesson, but we need to be woke. We need to be informed. We need to be aware. And we need to be watchful and prayerful. As Deacon Gwen said, we are a praying church. So we already got that far. 7 o'clock Friday, 10 a.m. Saturday. But we need to hear what's going on in the world so that we can, um, this lesson, y'all, uh, is so timely. So those those are our announcements. We've got Easter coming up. Um, we, we've got some things we had talked about doing, but I think we're at a crunch. So we might just go back to some old basic stuff. Amen? And pick up some of those assignments later. Amen? Uh, We're going to start collecting socks, so for the month of April, let's collect two socks, black two socks. We want to collect black two socks for the month of April, and you can bring them to church. At the end of April, we're going to go and make sure that our houses, brothers and sisters, get them. So the month of April, we will be collecting black two socks. Amen? Amen. All right, so the rest of it, we're going to just let the Lord lead us and guide us. Amen. But I do feel a foot washing in my spirit. So I want y'all to get ready. Amen. I know we said we wasn't going that way, but I just feel it in my spirit. And so the Thursday before Good Friday, which is Monday, Thursday, we will be here having a foot washing service. So for all my ladies that, you know, you got to go get your pedicure now. Oh, they didn't think that was funny. Get your pedicure now because we want to wash feet. It's, there's something symbolic about foot washing. We'll talk about that. Elder, get, get that assignment ready, amen, to talk about the symbolism of foot washing. You can do that for us on, on, good, on the Monday, Thursday. Why, why is it important that we do that? It's just, it's a part of, of doing a sacrament, showing that you are connected to the work. Amen. So Monday, Thursday, we will be here. Please come out. We'll have a celebration. We'll start at 7, and we'll be out by 8.30. Um, but we do want to honor our Lord and our Savior um, for his death, burial, and resurrection. And it's soon <laughs> His soon return. Amen. 
Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for uh, this lesson today. We thank you for your word that's coming forth. We pray now, God, that we would hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to us, that we would give attention to what you are saying. We will be so grateful, Father, to um, be not only hearers of your word, but doers of your word. We praise you now and we thank you now. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Just for a few moments, um, this lesson that we are looking at today is a continuation from a lesson that we had two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we, 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 we found out about Daniel, who had been um, taken as a quote-unquote slave to Babylon um, as a teenager, and him and some of his friends, and while he was there, he continued to be faithful to God. Um, he was so faithful to God that when the kings began to have dreams, he began to interpret those dreams. And so this lesson today introduces us to um, some, some more vision and to some more people in the Bible. Um, I, I want to, to say um, first that this is Gabriel's interpretation. Who is Gabriel? Gabriel was a warring angel. Now, if you've ever studied angels, you would know that there are different levels of angels, just like there are different levels of demons. And this angel, Gabriel, was the biggest angel of all angels. He was a warring angel. He was there to fight and protect. Psalms 91. Let's go back to our devotional reading. It connected it as I heard it read this morning because I had read it already, studied the lesson, but really missed the connection until I heard it read in the house. He says, I will give my angels charge over you. I won't cause any hurt, harm, or danger to come upon you. But you got to do something for me. He just ain't going to protect you because you look good. Or you got a lot of money. Or you got the best education. Or you live in the finest house. He's not going to just protect you because your daddy's name or who your grandpa was. He's going to protect you if you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. He's going to protect you if you have lived right, lived holy, and lived faithful to his word. So our lesson today, remember that Daniel is living in, in the most hellish time of his life. He is in exile. He is no longer a little teenager. He is in his late 60s now. Okay? And he's still going through. He's still facing difficulties. He is still experiencing some heartache and pain. 
But what we discover in this lesson, he remains faithful to God. So this lesson, like the lesson two weeks ago, is a lot about history. I'm not going to dig into the history because, again, uh, it's helpful. But what is applicable for me right now? What can I take from this lesson and go home with right now? So what I want to do is I, I want I want to just just start off here. Um, the lesson again. The writer goes to the 19th verse. Okay, but when you look in the first verse of chapter eight, it gives you a timeline. It says this is the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar. Now, remember, King Belshazzar is the grandson to King Nebuchadnezzar. And they were not nice people. They were evil rulers. Oh, sound like somebody by the name of Putin. Evil ruler, Donald Trump, evil ruler. So Nebuchadnezzar, he's off the scene, and and Babylon uh, has been uh, taking Babylon in, in, in the two weeks ago, they was on top. And they was defeating all the little people underneath them. But our lesson today shows us the rise and the fall of power. So we see verse um, 15. Daniel has, they, 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 they came to Daniel again and they were talking to him about dreams and visions. But verse 15, and I'm reading from the Living Bible, it, it says, Daniel said, I was trying to understand the meaning of this vision. I, I was trying to understand it. I couldn't make sense of it. And then you see the word suddenly. You know what suddenly means, don't you? I mean, it came and you wasn't even expecting it. it and you closed your eyes, you blink, and oh, my God, lo and behold, it was there. He said, suddenly a man was standing in front of me, or at least he looked like a man. He's talking about Gabriel. He said, and I heard a man's voice calling from across the river. Gabriel told Daniel the meaning of his dream. So verse 19 kind of gives us a, a, a recap of what is in verses 1 through 19. So Daniel says, I saw a ram. So I looked up what was a ram, Brother Pharaoh, because I knew you was going to want to know. A ram is a male sheep, and they prefer to live in the mountains. And, and and they will settle an argument by ramming into the person they arguing with. They 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 do those. Who was that was known for the headbutts and wrestling, Mother Harris? 
I can who who Sarah Thomas? Known for Hedberg? I'm not remembering that one. Oh, he was asleep right there. He he didn't hear me. He's he all right. He all right. <laughs> Who was famous for headbutts in wrestling? Oh, he said Sad Thomas. Okay, well, who, who else was it? Yeah, who's a big name wrestler known for headbutting? Jimmy Slipper used to headbutt people. He was flying. Well, he was jumping, flying on him. Okay. But this lamb represents a king. Can you imagine somebody arguing with you? And they headbutt you? <laughs> All of a sudden you get headbutted? Because they don't like what you're saying. You talking too loud, and you talking against what they talking about. So they're going to ram you, shut you up. So the ram here represents Persia. Then, um, because now we see Babylon has fallen, Persia and Media are getting ready to come up, on the rise. I don't know too much about our politics right now, but but as far as we can tell, the Soviet Union is on the rise, right? Putin, Russia, they're killing up everything. So it looks like they're on the rise. It looks like it. But everything that goes up must come down. So then we have this rough goat. So Brother Farrell, I knew he was going to want to know what a goat was. Because a goat is not a sheep. And it's not a ram. It's a goat. We know that sheep are the dumbest animals on the farm. Now we see that the ram is the strongest or the roughest. But there's one that's better, better and bigger than the ram, and that's the goat. So the Bible even called the goat in verse 21 a rough goat. You mean to tell me that there's a king worse than Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar? So if we're talking about history, this king was Alexander the Great, came from Greece. Okay? So war begins to outbreak, and it breaks out, and these kingdoms and these kings and these nations are fighting for power. Verse 23 says, and in the latter time of their kingdom, when transgressors are come to the full, a king of fear, confidence, and understanding, dark sentences is going to stand up. Now remember these prophecies and these dreams and these visions that Daniel was having were talking about the future. Who else had visions and dreams that talked about the future? 
John in the book of Revelation. And John, the book of Revelation, was talking about what? End time. That's what this is talking about right here. End time. Because everything must come to an end. Evil is going to come to an end. Truth is not going to reign forever. Oh, brother, Donald thinks he's going to get another four years. Evil is not going to reign forever. It has an end. Just like it had a beginning, it has an end. So verse 24, it says that the power that was given to the one that stood up in 23 was not his own power. But he came with power to destroy wonderfully and prosper and practice and destroy. Who was he going to destroy? The holy people. The believers. Those who said that God is the great I am. He's the prince of peace. He's the rose of Sarah. He's the lily of the valley. Anybody that professed God was going to be destroyed by this person in verse 23 and 24. 25 says, and, and he had a policy. And he, he caused craft to prosper. Donald Trump caused the craft. January 6th. And it prospered. They made it in to the Capitol. They tore it up. Standing on furniture. Running around there breaking windows, looking for people. Got people scared. Hiding and calling their family and saying, if I don't see you in the morning, know that I love you. In the end times, my brothers and sisters, this, this, this person here represents the same person that John talked to us about in the book of Revelation. Anything that rises up against God and calls itself a God makes itself think that it's more powerful than God, the all-creator. He is the Antichrist. The Antichrist is coming to destroy us, to take us out. That's why it has been careful that we know the time in which we're living in. This is all about knowing the, 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 the world in which we live in. It's important that we watch the news, read the Bible, and pray. It's important that we pray, read the Bible, and watch the news. Y'all, y'all, y'all understand what I'm saying? Because the time is going to come that the evil one is going to have power to do things on the earth. 
and those of us who gather together in sanctuaries and get on prayer calls and go to Bible studies and go to conferences who carry Bibles and who proclaim to be saints and, and, and children of the Most High God, when the push comes to shove, you're going to either have to say, I'm with him or I'm not. So what is it that we need to learn out of this lesson? We need to be aware. We need to be prepared. We need to be watchful and prayerful. Know what's going on with our government. Don't just let anybody tell you what's happening. Watch the news. Read the articles that come out. They come to your phone. We can't ignore them. But this is the other thing we cannot do, my brothers and sisters. We cannot be fearful. We cannot lose hope. Because he allowed it to start. Anybody with me? He allowed it to start. And he can make it end. So don't don't lose sight on the sovereignty of God. Uh, First Chronicles twenty nine. First Chronicles twenty nine, verses eleven and twelve. We don't want to lose sight of the sovereignty of God. God is still in control. I don't care. If Tuesday come and Trump is still free, God is still in control. He might go to the jailhouse and look at it and laugh. God is still in control. Putin might just leave Russia, but not go to any of those states that honor the international arrest. Just to prove to you I can do what I want to do. You don't scare me. We cannot lose the sovereignty of God. We cannot forget the sovereignty of God. God is in the midst of us. God has all power. God is in control. So this scripture, and I'm done. Uh, First Chronicles 29, 11 and 12. This is talking about the Lord our God, the Father of Israel. His name is to be praised forever and ever. It says, yours is the mighty power and glory and victory and majesty. Everything in the heavens and earth is yours. Oh, Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as being in control of everything. Riches and honor come from you alone, and you are the ruler of all mankind, your hands control power and might, and it is at your discretion that men are great and given strength. Putin is going to fall, y'all. Donald Trump is going to fall. But we have got to learn now how to continue to be committed and faithful.
the midst of all this hell that's going on. Don't lose hope. Don't stop praying. Don't stop fasting. Don't stop believing. Don't stop trusting in his holy word. Highlight this in your Bible so that when you get discouraged, you can go back and see, Lord, you're causing all this to happen, and you are still in control. And all I'm going to do is give you praise. He didn't say murmur and complain. He said, give him praise. He didn't say go and talk about Donald Trump like a dog. He said, give him praise. Let us not forget who owns everything in the heaven and on the earth. Because the earth is here. The earth is here. Come on, let's stand to our feet. When we least expect it, suddenly he will send us help to understand what's going on. If we would just stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, if we would just provoke his presence with our praise, he will come in suddenly and give us the answers, show us what we need to do, and help us understand it all. Let's pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for this word on today. Thank you for equipping us with hope and faith to help us be steadfast and unmovable and that we may remain faithful to your word. Not faithful to a religion or to a pastor or to a deacon or to an elder or to an auxiliary or to a ministry, but faithful to your word, oh God. So give us wisdom, give us knowledge, and give us understanding. Help us to hide your word in our hearts that we might not sin against you. Wake us up so that we'll be woke be prayerful and be thankful and mindful of your word that was spoken to us today from 1 Chronicles 29, 11 and 12. We bless you and we thank you. And now uh, may the grace of God and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest rule and abide with us. And I pray that the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. And what I say unto one, I say unto all. Watch, pray, and live holy every day. I love you all. Be blessed in Jesus' name. I want you to look at someone sitting next to you and tell them we were born to worship. Look at him and tell them we live to worship.
Christ, our Lord, our Lord. 